Genesis 25, verse 21, downwards. And I read. And Isaac entreated the Lord for his wife because she was barren. And the Lord was entreated of him. And Rebekah, his wife, conceived. And the children struggled together within her. And she said, If it be so, why am I thus? And she went to inquire of the Lord. And the Lord said unto Rebekah, Two nations are in thy womb, and two manner of people shall be separated from thy bowels, and the one people shall be greater than the other people, and the elder shall serve the younger. And when her days to be delivered were fulfilled, behold, there were twins in her womb, and the first came out red, all over like an hairy garment, and they called his name Esau. And after that came his brother out, and his hand took hold of Esau's heel, and his name was called Jacob. And Isaac was threescore years old when she bare them. Amen. I want to talk tonight on a subject I have titled Watching Over Your Prophecy. Watching Over Your Prophecy. Anytime you see God has visited your neighbor, it is always a proof that God is in your neighborhood. Whatever God has done for one is a picture of what God can do for all. Whatever anyone has become is a picture of what you can become. All you need is to locate a scripture and capture that picture in order to feature in that future so you don't receive a puncture but receive a divine departure. A man without a scripture to capture in order to have a picture to show the future will always receive a puncture. And with a puncture you cannot be raptured for a divine departure. It is simple. There is this man who had this particular restaurant that he always goes there to eat. And in this particular restaurant is also a white man who always come around 
to eat. Anytime the white man will finish eating, he will shout, Ajay! So the man will keep going to the restaurant and every time he sees the white man, by the time he is done with eating, the white man will shout, Ajay! So this man, out of curiosity, said, I also want to do the same thing the white man did that made him to shout, Ajay! So one day, when this man went to the restaurant, he inquired from the waitress the type of food the white man orders. And they told him that the white man always eat fried chicken and wine. So this man also ordered fried chicken and wine. So he can experience what the white man has been experienced. By the time the man was done with consuming the fried chicken and the wine, he did not shout. At this point, he became confused that this is the same food the white man eats. And I'm eating the same food, but I have not received the same result. So he ordered for another plate. After consuming the second plate, at this point, there was no shout. So this man became annoyed. And out of anger, he said to the waitress, bring me my bill. And when the waitress brought the bill, he, she said, the first plate is 70, 750 Ghana cities. And the second plate is also 750 Ghana city. At this point, the man shouted, Aye! And after now, the man is still shouting. He has not finished shouting. You can experience whatever anyone has experienced. If you will be crazy enough to ask questions and do the same thing the man has done. The Bible said a couple were married and after they had married for a long time, the man saw that what happens to couples have not happened to them. So out of curiosity, this man decided to ask God, when you gave the woman the womb, it wasn't meant for decorational purposes. It was meant to carry a baby. So God, why have you given my wife a whole womb? But her womb cannot sustain pregnancy. Out of this God released a baby. Then when this woman became pregnant because she had experienced what women experience, there was a time she saw that there will be battle in a woman. There will be some struggle in a woman. And she never knew that it was people who have Akahida mentality, who have gathered together to fight. The battle looked like Boko Haram. 
because if the woman experienced the pain, it made them uncomfortable. It was as if people in Ghana have decided to go on strike on Thursday. So in the womb of the woman, she wasn't comfort. Now because she wasn't comfortable, the Bible said, she decided to go back to God. Who gave them the pregnancy? To ask God another question. That what did you put inside my womb? Because since this thing came inside my womb, I have never have rest. And God said, there are two nations in your womb. Understand, the word of God will never be subjected to the conditions of men. If God said two nations, as a prophet, I think that it was a lie. Because it was not two nations. It was two people. Esau and what? So why must God tell me there were two nations? Number one. What it means is that the way God sees things is different from the way men see things. So when you see what God is seeing in human perspective, you might think God is a liar. Whenever that God speaks and you begin to subject God's word to human reasoning, God looks like a liar. Because whilst man was seeing two people, God was seeing two nations. Man looked on the outward appearance, but God considers the heart. There is always a word of God for you. That that word will make you uncomfortable. There is always a word for you. That word will break logic and reasoning. I remember the day I received a word that I was going to become a prophet. I doubted the word. Number one, I did not look like a prophet. My desire at that time was to go to school and become a professor. So even once I was at Legon, I was learning how so that in the future I can become a professor. And here prophet called me and did not speak to me about my ambition. But spoke to me about God's vision which will give me my provision. When a man's ambition is not in line with God's vision, distraction becomes the end result. Hmm. So my ambition was to become a professor then I will enter the military. Then I will have access to guns. Then, then I can overthrow government upon government. That was my vision as a young man. As a young man, when I see gun, I get excited. When I see blood, I get excited. So God saw that my ambition will bring disorder to the world. So God said, let me hand over to you my vision. And his vision was that I will become a prophet. When the man of God said, 
Thou sayest the Lord, you have become, you become a prophet. I said to myself, man of God, just lied, number one. Number two, man of God made their mistake. This man of God does not have the spirit of patience. Maybe God was spelling professor. And understand that the professor start with P-R-O. Prophet start with P-R-O. So maybe immediately he saw P-R-O. Because he's a prophet, he thought it was prophet that God was talking. I used my reasoning to fight against prophecy. Many years down the line, I automatically found myself in this. Because after I have preached and preached and preached, I did not look like a prophet. I was not seen that one day I was in church like as I'm in church. And for the first time I saw open vision. I saw in my own eyes something in my eyes and something on my eyes. My God. And I prophesied. And tonight I will see something in my own eyes. And I will prophesy it. As I will see something in my own eyes. And I will prophesy it. And I will see something on my own eyes. And I will prophesy it. And I had a vision. Then since then I have been doing this. There is a word of God for you. Understand that when you talk about prophecy. You are talking about the ability of God. That is implanted in man. For man to live in accordance with divine perspective. In other words, when prophecy comes forth, it comes forth to establish God's counsel concerning your life. The purpose of a product is not determined by the product. But the purpose of the product is the manufacturer's intent. So if you want to know the purpose of a product, don't ask the product, ask the manufacturer. Is someone following me? Is someone following me? So God releases prophecy to speak concerning his will, his purposes, his plans as it concerns a nation, as it concerns a community, a group of people, an individual, or a situation. So every nation has a prophetic word hanging on its neck. Do you know that many years ago, a prophet who is there prophesied that if Nigeria is not very careful, a group will arise. They shall be called Buko Aram. And when they arise, there will be a thorn in the flesh of the government of Nigeria. Why? They did not look up to prophecy. There was a time in the Bible where the Bible said, a man arose called Agabus. Say Agabus. Say Agabus. And Agabus now foresaw that there will be famine on the land. And Agabus prophesied. And because of the prophecy of Agabus, the Bible said the nation prepared themselves. So even though there was famine, they were not affected by famine. Prophecy speaks about 
the present. Prophecy speaks about the past. Prophecy speaks about the future. So Bible says a man called Kiss will send his son called Saul with the servant that go and look for missing donkeys. Without knowing God's purposes for your life, you will chase donkeys when we're supposed to become a king. Many people are frustrated because they are in the wrong place at the wrong time with the wrong people. And they are not ready to buy into God's purpose and God's plan. And Bible said, when they use their strength and their energy from one community to one another community, looking for the missing donkeys, they came to a realm where they were tired. When you carry a divine assignment in the energy of the flesh, there will be frustration. Every divine assignment needs divine enabling power. Every divine assignment needs divine enabling power. So the seven suggested that there is a prophet in this city. He's an honorable man of God. He's a man of character and a man of integrity. He's a man who understands when God speaks, I speak. When God is quiet, I am quiet. This guy was a servant. He wasn't ready to think like a king. He suggested, but his suggestion was supposed to be refined. So this guy who had the seed of the king within himself, you don't enter into greatness without an offering. So we cannot see the prophet with an empty hand. Is someone following me? Because our gifts, our offering has the ability to open a door. Prayer might not open. Bible said the gift of a man maketh room for him. So we need a gift in order to meet the prophet. And so we have nothing. But they got something. When they got there, the prophet even did not take the gift. The gift was not discussed. What it means is that the prophet doesn't need what you have. But you will always need what God has given to him. That when the God of the Bible said, the prophet said, you are here because of missing donkeys. And the donkeys have been missing for three days. Very specific. And even as I'm talking right now, the donkeys have been found. But don't be too much worried about missing donkeys. For God's purpose for bringing you here goes beyond looking for missing donkeys. God used the missing donkey as a missing link to connect you to your kingdom. So someone has just come to a meeting, but it is not just a meeting. It is a meeting where the purposes of God will be downloaded in your life. To someone it is a service. To someone it is a divine orchestration in order to enter another realm. <laughs> you understand very soon. And say so you become a prophet. So he spoke to an individual. Now here people say, uh, personal prophecy has passed. They are not serious. They are not correct. Anybody who will say that prophecy has passed, prophet or not, he is very sick. I don't know. Who is a sick man? 
A sick man is a man who believes that there is no God. Bible says, a fool has said in his heart that there is no God. Who is a fool? A fool is a man who says, I want to become 